0: Your Words Writing Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Jimmy Akers. I'm your host and I am joined here today with a friend of mine, Mr. David Dorsey. David, thank you so much for stopping by today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to talking about writing and words. It's yeah. one of my favorite topics.
0: Absolutely. This is a big part of your life and uh, this is an exciting season. Uh, David is getting ready to release his second book, a second published book, but he's also a writer, he's a journalist, and so he's been doing this
1: for quite a while. And we're going to talk about that. What's the name of your new book that you're releasing? It's Dunks, Threes, and Palm Trees. So it's a basketball-themed book, and the subtitle is How the City of Palms Classic Became High School Basketball's Best Tournament. It's awesome. And we're going to talk about the book here in a few
0: minutes, but before we jump into that, David, I, I want you to share with our audience a little bit of your origin story. Who is David Dorsey? Uh, a little bit of your story, how you got here, how you kind of uh, moved into the work that you do as a journalist.
1: Okay. So I'm one of four sons. I grew up all over the place. My dad was a, was a uh, mobile oil employee. So we went to where the oil was. That means we lived in Texas twice, and we lived in Saudi Arabia once. Wow. And um, And then we kind of bounced around. He ended up Uh, leaving that company and and when we left Saudi Arabia we went to New Jersey and I didn't want to hang around in New Jersey. So I'm going to go to the University of Kansas which is where both of my parents went to college. Okay. And then at the end of college I'm like what am I going to do? I knew I wanted to be a writer and a journalist because I'm terrible at math and I'm decent at writing. So I I wrote for the University Daily Kansan. That's the school newspaper, and I really like basketball. And I realized that if I covered and wrote about the basketball team, I would get front row seats, courtside seats. It's good connection. <laughs> so, like, what inspired you to become a writer? I wanted the best seats at the Kansas basketball game. Not a bad it was idea. As simple as that.
0: That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and
1: that led me to Fort Myers. I was supposed to be here on a three-month internship, and it's been almost 30 years later now.
0: That's awesome. And you, you've written for a couple different local publications.
1: Um, yeah, so I, I I started working for the news press, the daily newspaper, and I covered sports uh, for about a quarter of a century for the news press. Yeah. And then uh, around 2017 or so, they shifted me to... Um a, a kind of a wild card G, GA general assignment writer, and then they had me doing a weekly column on um, real estate and growth and development. Uh, people listening will know that Southwest Florida is is has grown like immensely. you know, like when I was a baby, there were a hundred thousand people here. In Lee County, now there's 700,000 people. In That's Lee a lot County. of growth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and then uh, a little more than two years ago, I left the news press. It was kind of like you know leaving the cocoon behind me. And then uh, now I write for Gulf Shore Business, and I, I have like three hats at this new job. So, I write for a daily email newsletter. You can find it at GulfShoreBusiness.com. And then I write for a monthly magazine called Gulf Shore Business. And I do about three TV segments a week that are broadcast on Wink TV, on Wink News. So that's the CBS affiliate.
0: Yeah. Well, it's been cool just to kind of see the transition for you, and I find that I get a lot more information uh, when you share it, that I'm able to kind of keep up with what's going on locally in some avenues that I wouldn't know if it wasn't for that. Uh, And I also appreciate that I feel like uh, when I read the stuff that you write, uh, that you are a journalist that writes from a place of integrity. I've never read anything that you've written uh, that, that comes to mind that I, you know, that I was like, what is going on here? And so I appreciate the fact that um, you're truly a journalist in that way and it doesn't feel like there's a uh, uh, a filter on there. That, yeah,
1: you know, yeah, like, you know, like the, we're kind of in a charged political climate now, right? So, yeah. what I, I think I th- everybody would be able to agree with that. That's probably
0: true it's, for it's, most and So people. what I
1: What I tell people is that uh, I don't I don't care so much about what's going on in and around the White House. I care about what's going on in and around your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, well, it's um, cool.
0: And, and for you to be writing about stuff that's going on in our community, and also for you to be sharing stuff that matters to you is, is, is cool, too. So with your writing. Now, uh, this is not your first book.
1: Right. So in 2014, I wrote Fourth Down in Dunbar. And that is a football-oriented book with fourth down in the title. Yeah, and um, you know originally we we had uh, a subtitle to that book, and the publisher ended up dropping it. Uh, the subtitle was something like um, it was it was guns, drugs, and NFL dreams. Hmm. So and that and that captured the tone of the book. Sure, it's, it's a much more serious tone than, than Dunk's Threes and Palm Trees, right? Yeah, yeah. And and Fort Down and Dunbar is about... So so Dunbar is... Uh, people think of Dunbar as a neighborhood, right? But it, it's part of Fort Myers' historically black community, but it's not a neighborhood. It's, it's lots of different neighborhoods mm-hmm. that people refer to as one, yep. Dunbar. But... Yep. The way that nickname happened is um, when when the school systems were segregated, uh, they, uh, they had busing. So uh, the Dunbar, the kids that went to Dunbar High or Dunbar Middle would get on the bus, and instead of going to those schools, which were shut down, they would get bused to Fort Myers High or Cypress Lake High or Mariner High, wherever. Yeah, yeah. And so. Um, when that busing program started, oh, those are the kids from Dunbar. So they they instead of like there's like dozens of different neighborhoods. So it's kind of lumping them all into one. Even they lumped them all into one, yeah. even though it, like you could have kids living across the street from each other, and but they're like like it's technically a different neighborhood across the street yeah. if that makes any sense yeah, people just associate the area yeah. yeah it's like kind of like in Kansas City if you live on State Line Road if you're on one side of the street you're in Kansas and you're on the other side of the street you're in Missouri same thing within Dunbar there's like different communities and yeah. and where you live has got lumped in but anyway so that was my first book and uh, it's about how all these NFL players came from like a 2 square mile radius and went on to to bigger things and fought through socioeconomic socioeconomic issues like growing up with with no dad or uh, growing up with um you know, dad might be in prison, or dad's gone, and sure. uh, that was the kind of the tone of the theme of the first. book. Yeah, challenges.
0: So this, because basketball was something that you really liked when you when you first started writing, this is kind of a return to something that you really really care about. And
1: yeah, well, this one, um, you know, uh, the first book was definitely it's definitely more important and more impactful, right? The second one, I decided, you know what. I want to have some. I want to have some fun. Yeah, you want to write about that. Yeah. And there is some serious stuff in, in in dunks, threes, and palm trees too, right? But uh, this is the book. The tournament has a pretty loyal following. Um, they draw maybe two thousand fans a day for six days every year. And this is the fiftieth anniversary of the first tournament. That's cool. And so, what time could be better? I couldn't think of a better time. I won't be here for the 100th tournament, (laughs) right? Right. So I'll be here. I mean, I guess I could be, but I'd be 101 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't anticipate being here for the 100th tournament, but I am here now for the 50th tournament. There's not a better time for this book to come out. Great opportunity for that. Well, me me and David, we met at our our church uh, here in our
0: local community in Fort Myers. And the way that we really got connected, and I I got to know David a little bit because of his wife. Uh, His wife sings, and occasionally she sings on the worship team, and I occasionally play on the worship team. And so there was a kind of a connection point there, leaning into my writing stuff and reading stuff that David's written. And a couple years ago, we were both going to be involved in a missions bike ride, um, together and it was right at the start of COVID and that, that, that bike ride ended up getting, the physical bike ride ended up getting canceled, but it did give us the opportunity to kind of connect, uh, in that way then, which was really, really cool. And so, and we've been able to talk back and forth a little bit in this process of me just, uh, releasing my fourth book and you releasing this book here in a couple of weeks. And so Dunk Threes and Palm Trees, the official release date is October 17th, which is a Tuesday, And so by the time that this podcast is released, the book will be out. And David actually does also have an event that's going to be taking place. But again, by the time this podcast is released, it will be post that. Uh, But that's going to be kind of a physical get together in Fort Myers at Broadway Palm. And then the actual release of the book. So I want to encourage you, if you're listening, to go check out David's book on Amazon Again, Dunk, Threes, and Palm Trees by David Dorsey, and you'll see his other book listed on there as well, and um, so I want to encourage you to do that, and if you do pick up the book, I also encourage you, after you dive into it, to leave a review. Uh, leaving a review on a book uh, is, is almost as, has as much weight as purchasing the book, and so... Is that right? Yeah, absolutely, with the algorithm, and I've I've learned that with Amazon. Um, it's a, it's amazing to see how that, that uh, impacts things. And so I definitely want to encourage you guys to do that. And whether you're into historical stuff when it comes to the Fort Myers area or basketball, I think that this would be great or just great writing. David's a great writer, and I've enjoyed reading over the years that I've been following him, even with him writing for the local papers and media outlets. Uh, But, David, you know, with with your writing, obviously you did it back in the day with school, and this has been a career uh, job for you. Um, If somebody wanted to be a journalist... Mm-hmm. You know, and they wanted to do what you're doing. You know, is there one or two things that you would encourage them um, in the process of, of wanting to do that work? Because it is an, it is important, you know, and um, there's a lot of opinions about um, stuff sometimes people have. But the truth is, is, is that great journalism... Is informative and it can be helpful, and you know, and it's it's important. And so, if there's somebody that would be interested in maybe pursuing a similar career to you, what's some things that you've learned along the way that you would speak into their life in that?
1: Well, the first thing I was gonna I would do is I would try to talk that person out of doing it <laughs> because it's like low low pay and long hours, right? Mm-hmm. So, but if the person's still sitting in front of me. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Right. Then I know I need to really help them, right, yeah. to navigate the world. And, uh, you know, if someone out there has, like, insatiable curiosity about filling in the blank, like, what topic, right, um, then I would encourage them to do it knowing that they're not going to make as much money as they would in, say, corporate communications or government communications or sometimes even, like, public relations, right? So those are all three different avenues where you could be really good at writing and not so good at math, just like me, (laughs) and make more money, right? Uh, But when you do that, you're locked into one topic usually, right? So if you're the uh, public information officer for the Lee County Sheriff's Office, you're only going to be doing crime, right? And so in my job at Gulf Shore Business, I can write about the Sheriff's Office if I want to or, you know, the business of law enforcement or, you know what, let's write about car the car business like you know who's the biggest car dealer in town based on sales or what's happening with electric vehicles or you know health care why does it cost so much when i go see the doctor so like i have like the world at my hands right and so i would encourage a young person like if they were curious about a lot of different things to just go for it um but to to you know the 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 way to get better is to do it. Yeah, like you, know, you got to get
0: reps in. You got to write. You got to investigate. You got to ask questions. The reps, conversations. the reps is the word. Like yeah. with the
1: TV stuff that I'm doing now, um, you know, I thought I knew what I was doing when I walked in the door, and almost two years later, I'm like, man, i I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> so there's like different different um, writing for TV is much different than writing for a magazine writing for the, uh, the magazine is much different from writing like a daily business update yeah. that, that I do so it's like three different and then writing a book you know it's that's a fourth different yeah. avenue to, of expression yeah
0: it's almost like a switch of positions on a team yeah there's a, you know, there's different routes the numbers mean different the, the calls mean different things. In the process of you writing your books, too, um, what uh, just share some things that you've learned. You know, maybe some things you wish you would have did different, or things that you've learned along the way in the
1: process. So, Dunks, Threes, and Palm Trees, the biggest challenge in writing it was getting a hold of the people that I wanted to get a hold of. Mm. So, I'm talking about, like, professional basketball players uh, that, uh, you know, they're they've got handlers they work for teams they're trying to win they're motivated then they like 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 talking to some dude that they might have met 10 years ago and they don't even remember me and they don't they don't even remember playing in the city of palms classic right so you know i had i had trouble getting through to some of the people that I really wanted to interview for the book, and they're not in the book. Yeah. I mean, they're in the book, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did an interview. Not the
0: same kind of content because you weren't able to connect with yeah. them. Yeah, and,
1: and the acknowledgments of Dunks, Trees, and Palm Trees, I, I, I thank the Miami Heat because the Miami Heat, they were one of the few teams that really took my book seriously. That's cool. And they're also, interestingly enough... They they over the years like over the past twenty five years the Miami Heat have almost always had a player on the team at least one sometimes as many as five or six players that played here in Fort Myers in the City Palms Classic. That's wild. So it's like I had to get into the Miami Heat. Yeah. And it, and I was lucky that they were the team that um, took me the most seriously which was helpful for me because I can get to Miami in less than three hours. Yeah. So I, I went over there a couple of different times, and I was able to interview uh, Bam Adebayo. He's a starter on the team now. Wayne Ellington, he won an NCAA championship with North Carolina. So there was, like, some big-name guys That's cool. over there. yeah. That's really cool. So getting a hold of, of people was, uh, you know, uh, Tenacity. That's, like, something you have to have sometimes in this in the journalism. Yeah. Where um, if you can't get the guy that you want to reach, you either have to write around it or you have to find, like, the next best thing. Like, maybe the guy's best friend or a coach or, you know, there's different ways where you can solve the problem if you can't get the guy you want to get.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And the truth is, is uh, there's a, a New York Times... Uh, Article uh, written a couple of years ago that talks about that over eighty percent of Americans say they want to write a book and less than one percent ever will, and uh, and the, and the, the crazy thing about that is because there's a lot of people say one day or I, well, maybe I will or maybe I so just even you completing this second book is a big deal, you know, on top of you know you having a work schedule and having a family and and those kinds of things to be able to see it through to finish a book and actually get it out, and uh, and the other thing is is that you know. There's so many different types of styles of writing and so many different types of things to write about. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where when I first started writing, like I really wanted to try to reach everybody, you know. But the thing is, is that following a lot of people in the space of whether you want to call it curating content or creating content, uh, digital creators, a lot of writers uh, that I follow the last couple of years, they speak a lot about niching down or niching down, uh however you say that word correctly. Um and how there's value to that, that there's a particular audience. And obviously with this book, whether it be Southwest Florida or basketball fans or the the Palm City Classics specifically, um, like, there there's some niche areas that this book is kinda in that target. And the cool thing is that it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it'd be great if everybody would buy my book and read my book. Uh that'd be awesome. But the other part of it is to know that there's a community of people that you're speaking to specifically, and that is coming from you. You know, the, the a lot of times I've I've dealt with this thing. There's a, the kind of a thing that a, a couple of the guys I follow they talk a lot about this. This it's called imposter syndrome. You know, imposter syndrome. It's like saying, well, anything that could be said's already been said by somebody that can say it better than me. You know, and we even read some things like that in in the Bible where it talks about there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, the truth is, though, is that we have our life and our experiences, and so me and you could be talking about a similar topic or a similar event or a similar person, and our perspective and our voice is going to be different in that, and so that's why the, the podcast is called The World Needs Your Words, because we need words from David Dorsey as much as we need words from Jimmy Akers and everyone else out there that's listening that wants to write a book, uh, because we bring different things of value to the table. And so, uh, I'm excited for you, man. I'm excited for this book. I know me and you have talked about this. I wasn't, uh, connected to you around for the first book, but it's been cool to kind of go back and forth with some conversation about this book. And, uh, before I let you go, I really appreciate your time today. Um, would you share maybe a couple of books that you've read that's had a big impact on you, you know, in your life? And maybe, you know, uh, because I'm a person of faith, you know, and you are too, but, uh, you know, if I'm talking to a, a Christian writer or somebody with a religious background, they'll most of the time feel obligated to say the Bible. So we'll remove that off the table.
1: As far as writing goes, the two, uh, the two best that I've read are, are Stephen King's On writing, writing. Yep. Which you you've read that? Yep. yep. Okay. I haven't
0: finished it. Yet. Now I'm, I'm going back to the audio book. Okay. Because because I get I get lost in, in it a little bit, and so I'm going back to listen to the audio okay. version of it.
1: But David morell. Also wrote an excellent book about writing, and I, I can't think of, of uh, the title. Um, but David Morrell is the creator of Rambo, mm-hmm. the John Rambo okay. character. So okay. if you if you if you're listening to this, you can Google David Morrell book about writing, yeah. and it'll pop up. But you know, after you do that, make sure you Google dunks, threes, and palm trees, and, <laughs> and look that one up too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and then, again, this is going to be
0: released on the 17th officially, and so you guys will have an opportunity after being able to listen to this, and you can reach out to David. Um, he's on social media a little bit. So yeah, on I'm on Facebook. I, I, I kind of left uh, the
1: Twitter verse behind me. Like, yeah. I just got tired of it. And like, it's amazing how much extra time I have now that I'm not on that yeah. thing. I mean, it's all, all of a sudden. You can get lost the, in it. <laughs> the day just got eight hours longer. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: The truth is, is about social media is that it's an incredible way to connect with people all over the world. It's also an incredible way to stay disconnected from what's happening right in front of you. <laughs> and so it, there, there is a challenge there. Uh, I use social media a lot of times. Uh, 95% of it probably is for encouragement to try to speak life into people. And, uh, you know, I use it for connection, too. But um you know some of those connections, you know they are what they are, and you, and you just try to make the most of those things. But if you can't find David for some reason and you want to get a hold of him, just reach out to me. You know how to get a hold of me. The don't do life alone.com and all my contact information is there. But dunks, threes, and palm trees. David Dorsey, get the book, review it. If, uh, if you want to talk to him some more about writing, I'm sure he would be willing to talk to you. He's been doing this for a really long time, and uh, I pay attention when he writes stuff. Um, he, he, he writes a lot of really good articles about food places, too, and so I get to find out about new establishments coming up and uh, which is always good and uh, he'll let you know whether or not the cookie was worth the price Uh, that was one of my favorite articles and so he's got a lot of good stuff but dunk threes and palm trees check it out on amazon david thank you so much for being with us today all right thanks for having me